It's a Hooters Wednesday Wednesday. It's a role play Wednesday. And it's going to get real hot up in here on a What I Don't Get Wednesday. Oh, of the program. Let's go get it. Yeah. Let's eat it up. Oh, my goodness gracious. Who do you think you are? I am. What it do, baby? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Anything's possible. Anything's possible. That's when KG won the... The kid is a L7 Winnie. Yeah. Yeah. Oscar Meyer even. Footlong. Dr. Dog. A Weenie. Weenie. (laughs) And then Smalls ends up winning the whole thing. Golly. What a life we live, huh? Beautiful Wednesday here in Denver, Colorado. Smile High Morning Show. I'm Coach G. From the LLC, Jeff Gershier. Danny Williams not with us. He's out. He was out on assignment on Monday. Pretty sure he's in California today. He's, on, he's out on reassignment today. So figure that one out. California, huh? It's man! <clears throat> anyway. California bro, penal. We'll get him back in the league. Yeah, Veghead. Where'd you learn to throw like that? <laughs> California what the hell penal. kind of league you've been playing in? <laughs> he's like making calls from He's getting calls in prison. <laughs> Yeah, I'd love to play for the Indians. Hey, we're doing it. Uh, it's it's Broncos Texans week, and maybe uh maybe a couple weeks ago we wouldn't have thought this would have been as big of a banger, especially early in the season, not knowing what we had uh, over there in Houston with with their head coach, right, and their quarterback. When you get a head coach and a quarterback, when you can get a combination of those two things, I mean, let's let's look around. Last year you had a quarterback but not a head coach in Denver. How'd that go? Not well. Five You're and twelve. Fired. Five yeah, and twelve. Well, you got Frank Reich. Okay, yeah. so I didn't Reich very much about that season. Okay, let's see. Last year, uh, Colorado Buffaloes. They, I think they had like, um, boy, what? Well, it was a quarterback in the NFL's son, right? Oh, it was McCown. Oh, it was McCown a McCown, of course. Brendan Lewis, JT Shrout. Yeah, it, there was a Jerry Rice's kid was there too. Like they were getting some players' kids, but they didn't have the coach. And they didn't have the quarterback combination. What happened this year? They got a quarterback, and then they got Coach Prime. I don't, you call him what you want. He might be more of a master motivator than he is an actual coach. We'll see how that all shakes down. But in year one, in division against good teams, he didn't look like a very good coach. Coach Prime. You know what I mean? Homeboy can win the interview, right? He can win the the pregame. Halftime, I'm not sure if he's winning that one as much anymore as he did early in the year. And then at the end of the game, something to be said about the way coaches should accept losing just as, you know, not gleefully, but just as intensely as they accept winning um, in taking the blame. And so, and then what else? Let's see, where else is another prime example of a coach and a quarterback? Houston. (laughs) Houston. The Houston Texans, right? And there was plenty of people around here chirping for D'Amico Ryans to be that guy. 
to be the man that runs the ship here for the orange and blue. I Love was that, kind, dude. I was one of them. Yeah, I mean, I'm. But there's something to be said too about defensive coaches in the league. You know, you can kind of look back and show me a handful of them that have gone on to do some really, really great things. And Belichick's probably going to be your leader in the clubhouse there, right? Defensive-minded guy. But you almost need an offensive-minded guy. That's where I get a little scared off. You know, in, in my history of having Mike Zimmer as a guy, he was all right. But when we had, you know, when we had offensive dudes like Denny Green and when we had offensive guys that well, like O'Connell that like to score points, God, it's a tough spot there. But Houston's got it. They got the quarterback. They got the coach. Denver's got it. Right? We were even when we didn't believe it early in the year, we still believed it, right? We still knew it. We still knew Sean Payton was a damn fine coach. And Russell Wilson, you know, if properly coached and if put in the proper schemes, he can get you some wins. He can get you some pretty wins, and he can get you some pretty ugly wins. Right? And I think. Man, there's no CSU Rams. Last year, they had Norvell. He's a good coach, but they didn't quite have a quarterback. This year, the Rams have a quarterback. That dude can play. He can spin it. Now, granted, Hawaii didn't go how you wanted to. I get it. That sucks. But if you get to look ahead and say, we've got our quarterback and our head coach solidified, that's a good spot to be. Yeah, I mean, name name a great NFL coach who did not have a great quarterback. Can you? Or name a great quarterback that didn't have like a, a Hall of Fame head coach. It's almost intertwined in NFL history, if you think about it. Right. And I mean, is it Jim Harbaugh? I guess he's had or not Jim, John Harbaugh? Is it John Harbaugh? John Harbaugh. Yeah. Like the, the he's one year. But he doesn't Flacco. have a Super Bowl. So how great is he? Does he have a Super yeah, Bowl? Yeah. The one with Flacco. Oh, that's right. No, oh, my good Ray Lewis. My goodness is, uh, there. Good. Farewell tour. Good. Thank God. So then yes, I would put him up there because you just said it right there. They won with Flacco. Now, yeah. granted, Flacco he was that three-year stretch though. That was pretty good for yes, him. Yes, yes. Flacco's numbers, you know, when you put them up against guys nowadays, um, they maybe don't look as good. But at that time, especially what they were doing there, they run the ball, they hand the ball off, they they punt the ball. They're not trying to go get extra touchdowns and extra yards. Um, who else? Name a great coach who won without a great quarterback. Yeah, it's almost impossible. Uh, of course, you get, you're going to get the ones with like the Buccaneers defense and the Ravens defense, you know, the, the Brad Johnsons, the Trent Dilfers, but those are the exceptions, the rare exceptions. Right. It almost proves the rule. And, and I mean, was Gary Kubiak a great coach? Yeah, uh, maybe not a great, I'd say better than most. Miss I him. Mean, to probably top 10 in the league. Miss at the that time. guy. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. After seeing what you had without him, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Makes you miss him. Oh, yeah. Makes, yeah. Once you realize what you had. Um, now, how did the Kubiak thing end? Did it end? You tell me. Did it okay, end? He had the health issues, yeah, remember? Exactly. He just like it wasn't he just was kind of like, I got to step away, right? Yeah. It was time. When you get the coach and you get the quarterback, man, you've got – it's like this super force, this power that you have, almost like a force field around you because at the end of the game, you know that you can you can win this thing by coaching or you can win this thing by the guy who touches the ball the most. Um that being said, man, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, Russell Wilson has been able to win these games without putting up C.J. Stroud numbers, right? Totally. I'm, I mean, think about if C.J. Stroud had some of Denver's defensive numbers. All, the, all those takeaways he'd be, be to benefit with. Right. He'd be throwing, I mean, he's already throwing nearly 400 yards a game. So, 
it's going to be, I mean, as we get into our Hooters picks later today, you know, and we're talking about who's going to go for more passing yards, it doesn't necessarily equate to wins with Russell Wilson. He's been, I mean, it, they won five straight, right? And in those five straight, you could probably look back and see maybe one time he was the leading passer. Mr. Unlimited. But he's doing it with his legs. He's doing it with his brain, right? And he's, and he's red zone. And he's not overdoing it. Exactly. There was times last year where he was kind of overdoing it and then underdoing it. You know what I mean? Like you throw that one pick in the red zone and then you and then it's like then you're like, oh, God, no, I just got to take a sack so I don't turn it over. Neither of those are the answer. We know that. Right. The answer is just kind of sticking to the game plan. I mean, he's doing an amazing job of taking what they give you. Right. And then what Russ does best is once a game, he'll get you a 40 yard pass interference penalty. He's smart like that. He'll get you the you almost wonder if he's underthrowing it on purpose. Get that 40 yards. I mean, even if they pick it, it's a punt. So he's good at that. And then he's going to get you one or two with his legs, which is incredible, too. So you got to love the fact that last year it didn't look like it. And, and the reason why it didn't look like it is because you didn't have the combination of quarterback and coach. And so in that case, the quarterback was maybe trying to do too much or the coach was trying to coach the quarterback too much. Same can be said about what was going on in Houston. Same can be said about CU, CSU. Anywhere you look around town that's having a good season, Ralston Valley, right? They got a coach. They got a quarterback. Those boys can play. That's why they made it to the Final Four. Were able to knock off Valor and almost took out Dave Logan. Need a quarterback and a coach. I mean, look at the dominant teams today, right? Mahomes and Reed. I mean, uh, Rod. J yeah. Name name one. I mean, yeah, Jalen Hurts is a great quarterback, and this Sirianni's a good coach. There's no getting around it, and, and he's like, yeah, I I love his fire. He's I know all in. Uh, nobody of, likes the Philadelphia Eagles. The wrong way. <laughs> I'm I'm the leader of that. Nobody likes the Philadelphia Eagles fan club, and the dude's good coach. He's a hell of a coach. Yeah. Do you see that? And his players love him and stuff. You know, uh, and the more you watch Sean Payton, the more you kind of like, who you know that zero makes a. A 15-yard penalty. He's coming off the field. Oh, the, the face mask. Cooper, right? And, one finger and in the face mask. Coach is looking at him, and he's got this look like, I'm, I'm pissed, I'm disappointed, but but he doesn't have to even say anything. He just is kind of like, you got, and then, and then you read his lips. I'm like a pro lip reader, and he just says, you got to be better. You know, he's not like, F this, or blow that, or you blew it, or, G, you know, JF, and eh, blah, G, you know. He just kind of, he said everything he needed to say, just lifting up that little microphone, staring at his dude and saying, you got to do better. <laughs> Interesting. We have an expectation around here, you know, that we're not going to be the team that makes mistakes. Wow. I, I could never imagine Hackett or Fangio doing that. You know, Fangio would probably be more gruff and Hackett would be like, oh, try not to do that next yes. time. Yes, yes, exactly. Good try. There's something to be said about saying nothing. There's something to be said about not saying a damn word. You know what I mean? And just kind of just <laughs> swallowing it. And in doing so, the silence is, like, deafening. I, I bet Cooper was, like, message received. Like, yeah. I will be better. Apologies, sir. You know, I'd like to get back out on that field, sir. Bobby Knight <laughs> Bobby Knight knows. He doesn't got to say Remember nothing. Remember the Titans? Yeah. Bobby Knight just has to say this. Uh, he just has to put a sub in for you. And when you come off the bench... You don't got to hey, come to the bench. <laughs> Bill Parcells doesn't got to say a word. Bill Belichick, when you cross off the field, 
onto the sidelines and you're on the bench, you're in my world. I am. <laughs> yeah, Grandma. Read it. It's uh, it's one of the most amazing things in the world is playing time. That's what coaches really have that no one else has. The, the, head, the head coach and the other coaches get the minutes on the clock. I tell the kids that every day. I go, you know, practice. You can work as hard as you want or not. Just know that on game day, I get those minutes on the clock. I get to decide who who gets them. And when when you hear it and you think about it that way, it makes you want to work hard in practice. And, you know, last week, I'm telling you what, or two weeks, no, the week before Thanksgiving, the kids were just nuts in practice. And I'm losing it. I'm, like, losing it. I'm, like, you know what? We're going to just run. We're just going to run the whole time. And one of the dads comes over and he goes, nah, you're making a mistake. Don't do that. You're making a mistake. And then I just go, good call, good call, right? Simmered down a little bit. Just put the mic, put the whistle in my mouth, just bit it. And didn't say a damn word. Did they get it For, get like, it together? three or four minutes. Oh, yeah. The rest of practice was tight. It was nip-tuck. It was, like, and the and the kids wanted to do a couple drills that we I'd like to do at the end of practice, but we're not doing it if you're acting like, you know, flicking the ears and not listening. I mean, they're in fourth grade. I get it, but get it have together. A, yeah, got to have a little bit of got to have a little bit of respect and reverence for what's going on here or we can just run. And like the dad came over, he's like, you know, and I was just getting heated and chirping and like getting emotional. And then I just stopped and was like, oh, you're right. I'm going to blow the whistle with a little force and tell him to do it over. Do it again. Damn act together. Okay. <laughs> Can't circumcise a, a butterfly with, with a scalpel. Okay. Tell you what, Jer, Jer Jones. Jero. The, the dad was like, hey, Coach G, let me stop you right there. He did great. I did. I, you know, tip of the cap to, uh, to Coach Mark there for just getting in and going, no, nah, you're making a mistake. Don't do this. And I'm like, good point. He's got good experience with kiddos. Yeah. He knows yeah, how they he's, work. He's the uh, elder statesman of our coaching staff, and we love having him in the gym. It's not um, Mark Wayne, is it? It's not Mark Wayne. Oh. Nope, I wouldn't let him around kids. Not within 500 feet. I'm surprised I even let him over to my house when my kids are home. But, <laughs> but I, I think the long story short of it all is, is that Coach Payton doesn't have to say very much because of his experience, because he's got rings, because he's suffered. Like, he suffered some pain. He had to be dragged through the whole bounty gate thing. He had to be... You had to be on the sidelines doing the, the reporter stuff, like talking at a desk. So he's kind of suffered. But in, in suffering, you realize, same deal, what, what you had because of what you don't have, you know. And now what you got is, and he, he knows who Russell Wilson is. Nobody knew who C.J. Stroud was, but he, I mean, come on. He knows who Russell Wilson is. He had a Russell Wilson and Drew Brees, very similar body type, very similar heart, very similar belief, right? Trust, love, all that stuff. The immeasurables. And he's like, dang, if I can get this kid a pocket, if I can build a pocket around him and a front seven on the other side, that's that's feisty. We already got PS2. We got 31 on the back end. He's like a legend around here, right? Simmons is having his best year ever, and he's had some good ones. Man, I think uh, Russ losing the weight, I don't know. Yeah. We, didn't, we didn't make a, a big deal out of it, but it's clearly a big deal because he is moving. They're running boots for him. They're running, you know, play action, all kinds of stuff to where he's got to use his legs. So, I like it. I mean, the boot, the bootleg they did with the double, like, you know, the shotgun, double fake handoff, and he just boots it down, running around the left side, gets to, like, the five-yard line. Yeah. I'm just like, man, that is... Daylight. 
That is the perfect example of how coaching and quarterbacking, when they come together, you know, it's it's like listening to an Oasis song. It's just beautiful music. It's just like the champagne supernova of football, mate. I met a guy and I was like, are we mates or blokes? And he said, blokes. I don't know. I don't know if we don't want to be mates. I thought bloke was derogatory. Whoa. Beautiful woman. But I could be wrong. Apologies there. We'll just we'll just dump that for all of our British listeners. Can you dump the European version of this? And then we'll come back. You can keep it in the American version. It's no big deal. It's Hooters Girls Wednesday. We're it's Wednesday. We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna make some picks later. And we're gonna do all that and more on the other side. You should have somehow realized what you not to do. I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you. Russell Wilson Appreciation Day. It's a Wilson Wednesday edition. We'll get Mila and Maddie in right at about the bottom of the hour here is when we get going on our Hooters get together. It's awful lonely in here without Danny. Danielle and uh, Danny Spum- Danielle Spumante. But we'll get him back next week. He's on assignment, reassignment. Um, the assignment remains the same. For Russ Wilson, just win the game by one point. That's all I was saying when I was tailgating at Lot B? Lot C. Lot D. That's what, the one you're at? We were at Lot D? I think it was Lot D, right? Right at Colfax and Federal. Like I, like I was saying yesterday to Anillo, you could go move the stadium out where the airplanes fly. You can go move it out where the Buffalo roam. I would never move it from Colfax and Federal. But the way I think is different than the way you real estate guys think. You're like, well, that's prime real estate. And so it should be made into apartments for all to enjoy. You know, and you're like, yeah, all right, fine. I get it. Trying to, nut. trying to maximize your highest and best use analysis. Don't, don't worry. I get it, guys. I get it. But the point is, you should put your badass stadium right at the corner to your badass streets. And there I was sitting there sizzling up some bacon on the Blackstone, making some BLTs for wives and kids to all, for all to enjoy. And I'm just thinking to myself, I kept saying out loud, trying to win one game today by one point. Guess what happened? They won one game that night by one point. <laughs> Russell Wilson won one game that day by one point. Right? Scored the touchdown. Cortland Sutton gets it. They go up 21-20. Oh, yeah. After five field goals. Those count. Those add up. And guess what the missed ones do? They also add up. They, they hurt every time, and a missed extra point will kill you. They go for two, they don't get it, and they're up 21-20, and the rest is history, right? When it comes down to it, I mean, you're trying to win one-point game. One game by one point, right? That's that's the old saying. It's 0-0, zero, zero, we're just trying to win this thing by one nothing, and get out of here and go pour water on each other in the, in the locker room. And I think, you know, once you start to put string and wins together, and you're doing it in different ways, too, I like that. I mean, you did it with a five-field goal game. You did it with a game where you where you didn't allow 
Pat Mahomes to score any touchdowns. You did it in a game where you dominated from start to finish against the seven and three Cleveland Browns team. Seven and three. Those are real numbers, guys. And you dominated those guys, right? Twenty nine to twelve. That's a real dominated. A, a real. I mean, that's a real beatdown. Bullied them. And I don't think it was close in the beginning when you're up fourteen nothing. I don't think it was close in the middle, and I don't think it was close at the end. And then there's, you know, the next one or two you got to do is maybe come from behind. Big deficit. Have you had a couple of those or no? Or have most of the wins been, like, if you had to come from 14 down? No, I don't think so. So that's another one you'd like to keep. You'd like to add that before the end of the season, right? One more way that we can win is if we get down 14, we don't, you know. They've blown a big lead. Yep, Washington, right? Yep, exactly. But, you know, I think it's kind of get ahead, stay ahead type deal with them. And then that defense. I mean, it's got to be the story, best story of the season so far for the team is the turnaround of that defense. And and a, like and by getting rid of a couple big name guys. I mean, big name, not big production, right? Right. But like vets who have some big name skins on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. And you had to get rid of them. But also as a coach, like, that's like a coach's dream come true. You know, sometimes the GMs won't let you. Sometimes they're like, no, we're paying him a little too much. And as you can see here, I calculated the amortization rate, and the cap hit's going to be approximately 3% per month per year annually uh, amortized, as you'll see. Uh, and plus, we lose a compensatory draft pick. And uh, Sean Payton's like, what's the question? <laughs> He's like, well, good thing I have more power than George Payton and the GM. I am the GM. Right. Who do you, George Payton, who do you think you're the GM? I am. I, am. I will cut Randy Gregory. I will trade Randy Gregory. I will cut Frank Clark. What's my position? GM. <laughs> ah. It must be nice. Like, because, you know, whether you'd like to believe it or not, and sometimes it's harder to believe when you got daddy ball going on, you know, and sometimes it's hard to believe when there's pay-to-play leagues or something, or sometimes it's hard to believe that it is based on merit. But sooner or later, once you get to that highest level, you know, they always say, what have you done for me lately? That's that's merit. That's a measurement of merit. What have you done for me lately? If you're a do-nothing, know-it-all, no one cares. But if you're a know-nothing, do-it-all, I want that guy on my team. If he, do- I don't care what you know. If you get the job done, please come back tomorrow and let's work together. Right? So there's something to be said about guys that don't act like know-it-alls. And I... I think early in the year, Sean Payton had to exert a little bit of his confidence and exuberance and know-it-alls-ness. But now, as you start to stack up W's, those can do the talking for you. You don't got to say much. Right? And then, Or you can let Vance Joseph take, you know, get his flowers. And you can let Russell just be Russell. And Terry knows better than anybody. He called in on Monday and he told us, maybe this dude just is a corny you know, and maybe that's just who he is. Yeah, that is who he is, of course. It rubs people the wrong way a little bit. The God stuff makes people a little uncomfortable, let's be honest, right? And then just like his, uh, what do you want to call it, unbridled optimism? I mean, it's his enthusiasticness for just life. Like, that makes people uncomfortable, right? Because it's like they want to complain or explain or blame or do something other than say, today's my day. To make my 24 hours count. And that Russell Wilson, like he's just even in the 
darkest of moments. He's full of optimism. His glass is half full. Yep. We saw that week after week last year. And it's like. Stuck with it. Maybe, just maybe there's something to be said about that, guys. Maybe there's something to be said about, like, not making every, you know, molehill into a mountain. Whether it's a good molehill or a bad molehill. Right? Just to kind of keep keep it all in perspective and, you know, you still get 27 bathrooms at home to pick from, right? Life ain't that bad. You still got Sierra as, as, you know, as your loving wife. So why wouldn't it, you know, and then, yeah, wins and losses, like, you. the reason why you win is because you played better than the other team, and last year that wasn't happening. Now, this year they played better than a couple teams and didn't win, and it was getting frustrating. But thank God that we're not talking about draft picks. Guess who's talking about draft picks right now on my text string? Uh, your Carolina Panthers fans. Nah, they know. They're in trouble. They're hurting because the Bears got their pick. Uh, the Patriots fans. You got, you got my Boston brothers, Heights? the Vikings fans. Oh, I got two brothers on. Well, I got four brothers. It's me, Chris, Tim, and Charles. We're on a text string, right? Two, ten days ago, we were talking about beating the Lions and winning the division, and now we're talking about damn draft picks. Damn draft picks. Huh. I mean, they, they got a ways to go to, to keep yeah, – to get a high pick. I mean, don't fine. give up. Oh, no, they're fine. Play. Go take a week off and then try and beat your next opponent. Yeah. Win one game by one point. In Vegas, guess what? I'll be there. Jumping on a plane, 830 in the morning. Jumping on a plane, 830 at night. Right. And in between – I'm going to Las Vegas to see the Vikes. That reminds me, I got to give a shout out to my guy, Everything Eddie. At Everything Hot Tubs. They got the new shop down in Douglas County. It's right off I-25 and like Plum Creek there. Huge warehouse. You can see everything they do. They're doing, not only are they doing hot tubs, of course, they're doing the swim spas. Saunas. They got the cold plunges, like these cold tubs. Patios, pergolas, concrete, electrical. What do you need? They got it all. All your backyard needs are right there. And then, of course, you can go to the shop on Hamden, too, right there at Cherokee and Hamden. Everything Hot Tubs. That's with a Z. EverythingHotTubs.com with a Z, Diaz. Big shout-out to Eddie. He hooked me up with those um, those Vegas tickets. High roller, huh? He had seasons, and he was just about getting rid of them. And I go, ah, the bikes are going to be there. Is there any way I can take those off your hands? That'd be sweet going there. The the uh, what do they call it um, from Star Wars? The Death Star. The Man, Death Star. I know. We're excited. I, I wish we had a night in there, but I also like that we're just jet setting. I think I'm just gonna bring a Vikings backpack cooler, and just you were there at the Rams game, right? I just leave yeah. it. I just leave it somewhere. You left it, and you, you there was there. And inertia. I trust inertia. I just a mo- an object that rest will stay at rest. Right. You're like, oh, it's only 30, 40 bucks. I don't care if I lose it. And then it was still there. Right. After the game. Because I needed it to make the memories that we made prior to that game. So right. I think I'm just jumping on an airplane with a Vikings cooler backpack that my buddy Alvin taught me about. That's your carry-on? Yeah, I think it's going to be my carry-on. <laughs> I'm going to put some beef sticks in there, some Bloomfield beef, and uh, and then it's a cooler. So when I'm walking around pregame, we'll keep some beers cold, and then we'll just leave it. I'm going to leave it at a tailgate somewhere. Done. And then when we leave, I'm going to grab it and bring it on an airplane and fly back to Denver. Boom. Wild. Thanks, everything, Eddie. Everything hot tubs. Hey, we're gonna have the uh, the hot tub segment or uh, the Hooters segment coming up here next. Mila, Maddie, 
Coach G, Becker, we're going to get down to it. On the other side, you're listening to Smile High Morning Show. Can't you see the sunshine? Can't you just feel the moonshine? Ain't it just like a friend of mine to hit me from behind? Yes, I'm gone to cap. Smile High Morning Show. It's 10.37 on Wednesday morning. That must mean it's Wednesday morning. We're joined by Mila and Maddie here from uh, Hooters, Colorado. Mila, uh, tell me, which Hooters are you at again? I'm at the Aurora store. Hooters Aurora there on Parker Road. Not Leedsdale. I used to call it Leedsdale, but by then it's definitely on Parker Road. Yeah, just past all I know Havana. is the Parker Road. Yep, right there. I don't know any other street. And um, Maddie... Uh, you're down south, right at the Lone Tree location? Yes. Cross streets are? County Line and Willow Street. County Line and Willow Street. I love that one. I like, those are the, my two favorite locations, if I'm being honest. Um, but I heard, I've heard the one up north. They rebooted it up by the Harley Davidson shop there in Loveland. They did, yeah. And it's sick. It's a great spot to go to on the way to uh, Rams games. I didn't know about Top that. 25 basketball, guys. Don't think that Rams sports is over. CSU's got a top 25 team up there in Fort Collins. Hey, oh. welcome back to the show. Um, how was your Thanksgiving week? It was really good. So good. We didn't do anything last week. We didn't have any shows. No. Um, so we couldn't get together on, on Wings Day. But how was Thanksgiving Thursday? It was good. Ate a lot of food. Did you? What was out there? What was the spread looking like? There was turkey. There was cranberry sauce. There was rolls. There was so much stuff I like, can't even remember. It all mixes together, too, right at yeah. the end there. Mila, what do you think? So well, were you guys doing any? Uh, were you guys doing any Eastern European traditions out there? Were you doing any? I feel like it's a mix and match type of thing. We have American stuff like the turkeys, um, mac and cheese. It was so good. I like that's that's mainly what right. I right the pro style mac and cheese when it's like just a big old dish. Yeah, and then you got your little sides. The desserts were pretty Russian, so we love that. We love that. That's Booba, right? Am I doing that right? Bobby. Bobby. Bobby's doing that. She's in Mexico right now. Shout out, Bobby. We love you. Thank you so much for your beautiful desserts. Sorry, I made her like a New Yorker there. She, she really does have like one of those accents. I don't know why. Really? Yeah. So the Thanksgiving football games weren't all that good. They all kind of got out of hand. And then the Friday game wasn't so hot. But by the time we got to the Broncos and the Browns, man, that game turned out to be quite a, uh, a, a good go for the orange and blue instead of the orange and brown. Did you guys get a chance to, to see that one at all? Yeah, I was working during that. So was I. So parts of it and everybody at the bar was like just going nuts. Oh, during yeah. The whole Everyone thing. Yes, it's happening, you know, and you can kind of see. I, I bet, you know, I bet tips are better on games when Broncos are winning. You know what I mean? Or I bet shots, there's more shots or tabs are a little bigger. You know what I mean? Like, and, and it's it's the kind of thing that just spreads through the community, whether you're in Lone Tree or Aurora. I bet those both those shops were just jumping. Um, yeah. seeing what the Broncos have been able to do, do you think they can keep it going? Yes. I do. Really? I really do now. We've had the Broncos for last couple weeks. weeks. Yeah. Weeks. yeah. Yeah. I think we, before we left, it was going into the Vikings game, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which we were talking about in the break there. I, you know, I was there for it. It got Danny and JJ down right by us. And sure enough, that end zone. 
Cortland Sutton catches that pass from Russell Wilson. I mean, they're working. Is it magic that they're working, or are these guys they're really this good? I think they, you know, put their heads together and finally realized, like, what they needed to do, and they're using it. Absolutely. I think they got humbled, and then they had to make a comeback from that, and they have been. Man, I'm telling you what. It's at a certain point, you know, it's not luck. We, I was saying yesterday that the Broncos have had some really lucky things happen to them, but I think at a certain point, luck favors those who show up and work hard, those who, you know, luck, luck kind of favors the ones that are there. Opportunity favors those that are in, in attendance. Right. And so um, now they're playing this team where they got a young defensive coach in the Houston Texans, and they got this rookie quarterback who's on pace. to. He's probably going to be offensive rookie of the year. Like, you could probably stamp that. The question is, is this kid, C.J. Stroud, up going to be up for MVP? Um, the, I, not That doesn't worry you guys, though. You guys don't seem worried. You're, you're feeling – No. You're bleeding that Hooters orange. Yeah, yes. I mean, Denver's defense lately has been pretty good, too. And all the games that we've been winning against really good teams, really good quarterbacks, I think that we got this in the bag, too. I agree with her. Dang, do you think it's going to be close kind of – I mean, we'll get into some overs and unders when we do our picks. Um, Broncos put up 29 the other day. So, you know, what used to be just an easy kind of bet going on the under, I, you know, part of me is thinking, is it going to be another offensive explosion? I'm not sure. I know, it's tough. It's, it's hard to say. It's tough. I mean, the thing about the Houston Texans and, and even, you know – Becker can tell you, too, this kid that they got, C.J. Stroud, I mean, he's throwing for nearly 400 yards a game. So um, they're putting up points, but they're also giving up points, which you wouldn't expect out of a coach like D'Amico Ryans. No doubt. No doubt. I, I'm a believer in Stroud. I, I really like him. Um, I wonder how the Panthers feel, you know, passing on, uh, passing on that guy and going with the little guy, Bryce Young. Probably not great. Um, right. Bryce yeah. Young's going to be on his second coach by the end of the season. He'll be on his third coach by his first game of next season. And then C.J. Stroud, of course, won. I, I think could go as far as to say C.J. Stroud won the coach's lottery. Other than maybe Russell Wilson, right? But the, you had to pay the most to get Sean Payton, right? Right. Right. Which turns out to be probably a pretty good investment. I think so, especially for the quarterback that we have. Right. Um, and then... But if you think about the best value, the, maybe the most valuable deal was the, was the coach that the Houston Texans picked up. So you can use this, guys. You can use this stuff when you're, you know, when they're talking and they're like, Mila doesn't know football. Maddie, what does Maddie know about football? And you're like, well, actually, if you ask me, I feel like D'Amico Ryans was the greatest value of all the coaches picked up in the offseason. There, I said it. Naked or breaded? And then he's like, Perfect. naked, please. <laughs> and we're set. And we're set. Hey, it's Wingsday. Let's talk about it before we go to break. We'll do our picks on the other side. Um, Wingsday, Wednesday at Hooters. There, there's two ways you can go about it. There's the all-you-can-eat way, or there's the buy 20, get 10. So if you do the all-you-can-eat, it's $15.99. It's only dine-in, and you can get boneless or traditional, but not smoked. All-you-can-eat means I can eat like 30, 40, 70? As, as many, many as, as you, you want. want. And I can mix sauces? As many Jinx. as you want. Really? Yes. How many sauces you guys got there? Oh, goodness. I don't know I don't exactly know how exactly. many off the top of my head. I think head. I've seen over 20. There's so many. Is there There's more than 20, right? Oh, absolutely. have a good variety. Dang. We're, we're, and next week, we're bringing some in here. Yes. We're going to have some of the, all the different mixes in there. 
Um, otherwise, the buy 20, get 10 is a good way to go. That's breaded, naked, smoked, or boneless. That's to go or dine in. Yep. I like that way, too. That's a nice little deal. Um, drafts, beer specials, anything else going on on Wednesdays? Um, we have our beers of the month right now, which are currently $3 Bud Light and $4 Sam Adams Seasonal. Um, and then as well as the buy 20, get 10 free, you can do that as dine-in or carry-out as well. And that's for any of our wings. Man, you guys just do wings, right? That's all you do. That's the only food you guys offer no. at Hooters? Just wings, right? Nope, nope. Like when I go to the other chicken places, they only got one thing or they only got the other. You guys just do wings, right? No. Nope. What? No, no, no. Well, I bet we'll find out more what you offer when Alex does his menu later to end the show. We're fixing to find out. Man. Um, and then what's cool about Hooters, too, is whether it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month or, you know, something for the vets, we're always raising money. It seems like um, everywhere I look, Hooters is helping out in the community. Bikes for Tikes is going on now. Tell us about the deals there. So if you so you can donate up to five dollars for a bracelet. And then if you do up to ten dollars, you can enter the giveaway that we're doing. Um, and what's included in that giveaway is a foldable electric bike, um, the John Daly golf bag, custom-made Hooters Orion 25-quart cooler, and then a $100 gift card and a $50 gift card. So if you want a damn John Daly bag, you might as well like go that. for it. Yeah. And, no, and the cooler is actually the most valuable of all the things, even though the John Daly bag, like to me, is like, dang, I want that so bad. If I had to win the $350 cooler... You know, that's got the Sweet Hooters logo on it. I guess I would have to. T- I'll take that as a consolation. You can represent everywhere. Absolutely. Well, and, and help the kids. And you're giving to the kids. Did that's you cool see thing. that John Daly was at the Bradenton, Florida Hooters like last week? Really? Yeah. Oh, I mean that. We got to get him like. It's very I, on brand. PGA is coming this next summer down to Castle Rock. We should make a push to try and get John Daly out here. Because what he does is he brings his bus got a tour bus Mm -hmm. because he's a one-man rock star show right and then he comes in like he'll sign shirts he'll uh shotgun beers with you he'll like do whatever you want he'll sing a country song for you if you you give him the right amount of money we need him i'm telling you i think the three of us maybe with danny's help i don't know we'll see i think the three of us and lauren and doug oh yeah we can probably do this too perfect right and then danny can caddy for me, when I go play with John Daly. Right. Because right. I think that's going to sweeten the deal. We'll be like, radio legend Jeff Gersh would like to play golf with you, John Daly. And he'll be like, all right, I'm in. Only if you have a hookup with the local Hooters. And I'll say, ha, funny you mentioned that, John Daly. I have hookups with I have five. two best friends. Right. <laughs> or five How about locations. on Friday, we'll go to the Lone Tree. On Saturday, we'll head over to Aurora. And we'll head up north on Sunday for a Loveland edition. A lovely addition at Loveland. Perfect. A Damn. tour. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go to break. Let's come back. We're going to pick these games. We're going to do our Hooters collab pick them. Um, and then we're going to get Becker's menu items. And we're going to do all that before the top of the hour comes. Maddie, Mila, Coach G, Becker, he runs the show. I run the show. It's the Smile High Morning Show. We'll be right back on the other, the other side. side. You're good today.
Okay, you know who sings this? I don't know who sings it. I know you don't the name know, of the but song. you know the words and everything? Yeah. Feel free to just belt it out if you're feeling not Please don't. On your last day here with the notes. Who is this? Do we know who this is? Natalie Imbruglia? That's my guess. <laughs> Natalie something? Uh, that was a close guess. I don't know if that person exists. Um, <laughs> but you were, uh, you're warm. Mmm. Na- it's Natalie something? No, Natalie. Nat- Natasha, not Natasha. Like tip of your tongue. Or, yes. Like pocket full of sunshine. Yes. Okay. Oh. Whoever she. Natasha. Beddington. Beddingfield. Yeah. We'll Close give, enough. We'll take Close enough. Damn. Mila had it. Maddie had no clue like me, but we all know the words. <laughs> yeah. That's what's hilarious. I don't know the words. Um, oh. Whoa. Okay. I'm gonna live a little out here. <laughs> hey, um, we're doing our Hooters challenge coming up here. We've got Mila and Maddie in. Uh, Mila's over at the Parker Road location in Aurora. Maddie's down at Lone Tree, right? County Line and uh, what is it? County Line and Willow Street. Willow, kind of Yosemite there. Yes. Just right off the interstate. That's where we used to meet. We'd go film games down south, and I, the way I could get guys to come work with me is I said, I can't pay you in money because no one's giving me any. But if you meet me at the Hooters in Lone Tree, I'll drive you down to the game. We'll film it. It'll be awesome. We'll watch one of the best teams in the state, and I will pay you in chicken wings and... Saturday night college football. That sounds like a steal. Absolutely. It was a sweet deal. Yeah, it worked out pretty much every time I asked. I was able to get a crew of outstanding gentlemen to come along with me. So, And I think it had more to do with Hooters than the high school football. Um, as we get into it, though, we're thinking uh, the big game's coming up this weekend. It's Broncos and Texans. We've got our Hooters pick them. I think what people forget is that, you know, not only is it fun to pick the games, but you can win a prize pack. We got him yep. out there right now. Golden Mark's coming and got his. I think G won one maybe. Um, but tell him what's in the what's in the bag, Mila. What's so, in the bag? So with the party bag, you get a plushie, a little hootie plushie, a stein, a trucker hat that's pretty cool, a flask, a coupon for ten free wings, booby koozies, and of course the grand prize winner is free wings for an entire year. I'm sorry, I don't hear so well. Speak into my good ear. Did you say booby koozies? I did. They are great. They're amazing. They're like a hit. Um, and even the little owly, the, the cute little plushie. Hootie. Yeah, I know. I was like, I was like, hey, Golden Mark, you're going to, you don't need that, right? My sweet little Alice Jean would love that. And he's like, no, I want a little plushie. It's kind of nice. Anyway, you can follow our link. You can find it on Twitter. You can find it at Mile High Sports. Um, this is where we do our pickums. okay? So first thing you got to do is you put your email in. Second thing you do is you click, are you 21 or older? The email is only just so we can send you your prizes when you win. Um, and then the first question is, and I think I already know your answers, ladies. <laughs> who's going to win, Broncos or Texans? Mila? Broncos. Maddie? Broncos. Broncos. Becker? I'm going to go with the Denver Broncos. Maybe a kiss of death there for you, but that, because everyone picks it. When everyone Clean picks sweep. it, I know, that makes me nervous when everyone picks the thing, but these Denver Broncos are doing some different stuff on defense. 47 is the over-under. You can pick over you can pick under, Maddie, or you can pick exactly 47 points. Why don't you lead us off? Um, I think I'm going to say over um, due to the fact that they both have, with Denver putting up 29 points their last game. Right. Um, Houston has also shown it's capable of putting up big points throughout the season as well, so I'm going to go with under or over. I think you're on to something there. I mean, I Maddie? agree with what she said. I'm Mila. I'm sorry, Mila. <laughs> I agree with Madness. what she said. <laughs> I, all right. 
You're taking the over. I'm taking under, but like right there. Okay, so you think it's going to be close, but maybe 46 or it's going to be 24, 21, 45. I think it's going to be close, but okay. it's going to be right there. I like where your head's at. I I am taking the exactly 47. First of all, I love that it's a button on here. Second of all, if I pick it and click it and stick it, there's a good chance I'm going to win, right? Because I'm going to get yep. this answer right. And I think, like we were talking about with Russell Wilson, you want to win one game by one point, 24-23 Broncos. Becker, am I crazy? I'm, I'm leaning towards the over. Um, yeah, I, I like the over. Indoors, great conditions to throw. Houston scores a lot of points. I'll take the over. Nobody throws a nicer deep ball than Russell Wilson, they say, right? Um, but C.J. Stroud is throwing for over almost 300 yards per game. The easy money would be C.J. Stroud here, but if you're trying to win the bet and you click on that Russell Wilson, that may, that may be how you win you know, the prize pack. Mila, are you thinking Wilson or C.J. Stroud, the rookie? I'm going to say Wilson. Maddie? I think I'm going to go with C.J. I think you're on to something there, Becker. I'll, I'll take C.J. Stroud in this one. Okay. I'm going to go C.J. Stroud as well just because I think they're going to be down early and passing their way back into the game, whereas Russell, they're going to be up early and handing it off. That's my theory behind it. You guys, again, you can use this. this is, Against our tables. You can, oh, yeah, yeah, when your tables think you don't know football, you tell them, Coach G sent me, and I'm well-versed in the love language of football. Who's going to win, 49ers or Eagles? 49ers or Eagles? Eagles are a squad. They've only got one loss, but 49ers are probably the second-best team in the conference. I got the 49ers. If I wasn't a Broncos fan, I'd be a 49ers fan. So Sweet. I like that. I'm going to say the Eagles. Yeah, Becker? Niners. Take the Niners. Okay, I'm going to go with the Eagles. Yep, I think they're just a little tough, a little strong down the stretch there. More passing yards, Hurts or Purdy? I'm going with uh, Hurts. I'll say Hurts. Hurts. Jalen Hurts. If we started a band, we could call ourselves Hurts and Purdy. Or Purdy and Hurts? I don't know. All right, there it is. Winners get a uh, Hooters 6-ounce steel hoodie flask. Got one in the golf bag right now. You get the 16-ounce Stein. You get two booby koozies. The Stripe Trucker hat, you get 10 free wings coupon, and, of course, the plushie. Mila, thank you so much. Sorry I called you Maddie earlier. That was my fault. Maddie, oh, good. thank you so much for coming in here. Thank you for having me. Becker, you run the show. What's on the, the show. What's on the order for the menu today? All right, real quick, fried pickles, uh, signature tangy dip, dipping sauce as well. Um, that'll do some uh, steamed shrimp, you know, squeeze on some mm. lemon, and then go to town. And I'll skip the dessert because I'm full from Thanksgiving still. Damn, you're good today. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, for Maddie, for Mila, for Becker, I'm Jeff Gersh. Danny Williams will be in next week. We love you guys. We thank you guys. And good night, night Sheila. Night. I'll never night. forget thank today. You, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, now, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. Good to see you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. Run up on Yeezy the wrong.